your salvation. Salvation is a gift offered as all things that the Lord offers as gifts. Something that can be received and something that can be not received, rejected. We always have that freedom. I was saddened to hear some news today that about on Friday, a priest in New Mexico announced that he was leaving the Catholic Church to become an Episcopal priest and that he would soon be married. He's free to do that. Because we have the freedom to walk away, we have the freedom to stay. And God actually invites a response. That's a little bit about what's happening today in our gospel. You notice how these people, they're listening to Jesus. He proclaimed the scripture. Just We're picking up where we left off last week. And they're amazed. And then after a few verses, they're so angry, they want him, throw him off of a hill. What, what happened there? Well, Jesus gives these two examples, and it, it kind of tests our knowledge of, of the Old Testament, but I will paint the picture here. He says, the first person he talks about is this woman, this widow in Israel, that for several years there was a famine. And the prophet was sent to this woman, this particular woman, who was an outsider. And the prophet goes to her and says, give me something to eat. And she says, well, my son and I were going to have our last meal because we're out of food, and then we were just going to die. And he says, you're not going to die, but make me something to eat and God will provide. And so she says, okay, I trust in God for my salvation, and so I'll make you something to eat. And it says that for the next year that the jar of flour never went empty, that the flask of oil never ran dry, that God indeed provided, that she trusted in God and God provided. The second example is this, this general, Naaman the Syrian, and he has leprosy. And one of his servants says, if you have leprosy, you should go talk to this prophet because maybe he can pray for you or maybe something can happen. So he goes to see this prophet and the prophet says, okay, go to the river Jordan and bathe, wash yourself seven times. And this king, this, this general, Naaman's like, you serious? Like, why can't you just like snap your fingers or, or do something like that? And somebody convinced him, they said, if he, if he had told you to do, if, if he had said God wanted you to do something crazy, you would have done it. So go ahead and do, do, why don't you do this? And he says, okay, okay, I'll do it. So he goes to the river, washes seven times, and he's healed. And so both of these people are outsiders who, when invited by God, said yes. They responded. And so Jesus is turning to these people in the synagogue and basically saying, these outsiders are responding to God, and you guys aren't. So then they make their response by rejecting him. And this resonates with me throughout the Gospel of Luke. 
The theme is how Jesus reaches out to outsiders, that nobody is beyond the reach and love of God. And for me, that resonates, especially on a college campus where we can feel so disconnected. I, I, feel, I feel like God's almost forgotten me. Or I, I feel like I don't have enough faith or I'm not holy like these other people that I keep falling into sin and I'm just imperfect. And Jesus is like, yes, and I want you. You're the one I want. And he invites each one of us to make a response. Each one of us who has been called forth even from before our birth. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I dedicated you. That God not only created us, but he called us. And he desires to protect us and to save us. And yet, he waits for our cooperation with that. As Catholics, we don't typically have altar calls, a time to stand up and make a response. But for us as Catholics, our altar call is every time we come to Mass, when we come forward and we receive communion, we, we, we are called, invited to this altar where we make our own response. And, and the priest says, the body of Christ. And when we say amen, which means so be it, it means I believe that we're making our response. And sometimes it's so easy just to kind of go through the motions or other people who you know, aren't Catholic, which we're, it's great to have them here, but like don't really know what's going on. And it can, like, but it's, it's, it's a powerful moment, powerful invitation where we can make a response. Or we can make a response in our heart at any time. Like, Lord, help me. Lord, deliver me. Lord, I need you. I can't save myself. I can't make food appear. I can't heal myself. I need you. What's great about God is there's no pressure. There's no forcing. He loves us as we hear in our, our second reading from 1 Corinthians. That God is patient. That God and his love, he's kind. That that's how God feels towards us. That maybe we've been feeling a little distant. And God says, it's okay. But I invite you to respond today. I think sometimes we, not only can we feel distant, but we can feel like I'm different than these other Christians. I heard somebody recently talk about four types of conversions in the church, and it kind of resonated with me. He said, the first is St. Augustine, who felt very far from God, who was following the philosophies of the world. He was in relationships. He had a, a, a child outside of marriage with this woman. And then he, God just revealed himself. It's like the light turned on. And Augustine, now St. Augustine, converted his whole life in a radical way. And I think that's what we think of as Catholic. Most Catholics hear that and they're like, well, that's not me. I don't have a testimony. I don't have a story. But we all have a story. The second one example is Blessed Pier Giorgio Versati, who was a young man, an Italian young man who died at about the age of 24. And he was always faithful. He was always responding. He was always trying to be charitable. His family didn't really see it. 
but he did it in small, hidden ways. And for me, that resonates with me because I never heard a voice. I didn't see any lights, you know. But, but making small little choices to respond to God, that's, that's what gets us there. So maybe you resonate with that. Like as you keep making small choices, you know, maybe yesterday wasn't a great day, but I'm going to choose to go to Mass today. Maybe I haven't prayed in a week, but I'm going to pray today. That we keep doing that, that God blesses that. You make those little responses, and, and it grows faith. The third one, St. Teresa of Calcutta. If you know much of our story, that she made a response to God and then did not feel his presence for 50 years, for many, many years. And I think a lot of Catholics can identify with that, that I choose to follow God and I, I don't feel anywhere close to him. But when you look at Mother Teresa, her joy just radiated. That even though she didn't feel God, that there's power in making a response and making a choice. Like, God, I don't feel you. I don't know what you're doing, but I still choose you, which is actually more mature because at a certain point for every one of us, God will allow feelings, you could say, kind of fade away because God says, are you just loving me because of the gifts I give you? Or do you love me for me? That's like in marriage, when the honeymoon wears off, that's when the real marriage begins. Like, are you here because you choose to be? Are you here because I make you feel good? Are you here because you choose to love me? And that's when the marriages like, can really grow. The, the fourth one is St. John Henry Newman, for whom we're named. And Newman wasn't Catholic, but through his study of scripture and the early church, he had an intellectual conversion and made a choice to become Catholic. And there's even some people in our sacrament preparation group who were like this, I think, that, that in, in their study, they became convinced of the truth, which ultimately is a person, Jesus Christ. And so regardless of our story, we all have our own story. That for all of us, we, we're invited to make a choice, to make a decision, even if we've done it a hundred times, is to choose to come back to the Lord and say, Lord, I need your healing. I need you to provide for me. Lord, you are my salvation. You are my savior. That's our invitation. And maybe even in this mass tonight, that we could take some time in our own hearts to make our own response to the Lord of Lord, Jesus, you who are always with me, you who are always inviting me, Lord, I want you in my life. I can't save myself, Lord. You be my Savior.